Blog Talk Radio. to the Hollis Chapman Show. Happy Tuesday to you all. I hope everything is going well. Hey, we're very excited out here in Arizona, Tempe, Arizona. And the temperature is getting better. We're out of the three-digit degrees. That's nice. It's 74 degrees right now. That's lovely. So very happy. So hopefully our guest calls Ed. Well, you know what? If she doesn't call in, reading where she's from, and it's got me going to a plan B. We're going to talk about Colorado and Tempe, Arizona. Colorado, University of Colorado Buffaloes, they hired Deion Sanders as a coach. You know, it's going to take a while before we realize how good a coach or how bad a coach he is. But one thing he has brought to them, to that program, to the university, to the football team, is relevance. He's brought relevance to the program. You know, on Saturday, every other commercial is about Dion and University of Colorado Buffaloes. You know, I'm comparing this and saying this because, you know what? I live maybe two, three blocks away from uh, Sun Devil Stadium. I can see top of the stadium from my patio. And it could be game day here in Tempe, Arizona. You would never know as a game. Now, University of Colorado, first time ever, that program has been sold out. They have a packed house. There are some purpose around the community. You know, he's lost a couple games the last couple of weeks, so I don't know how much of the hoopla is going to continue, but I know the president and what the school has said, his salary is paid for way beyond. He has made it a lot for the school. I think our guest has called in. Let me stop talking. Our special guest today, exceptional entrepreneur. Let me go back to her thing. Our special guest today is an accomplished professional who cultivates her empowering message on waving support as a seasoned author, speaker, and coach. She has taught a wealth of experience and profound insights into publishing. That's great. Online marketing and living with purpose. That's what I was talking about, purpose. Let's welcome to our show our special guest, Michelle Prime. Been the best. Hey, I'm so happy I finally made it. it. My phone wouldn't connect. I'm so glad I'm here, Hollis. There you go. Thank you for joining us. And, hey, like I said, I always have a plan B because we know how computers <laughs> We always do that. I'm do like, you know, dial, dial. Do you know why I said prime? Well, I, said I Michelle, Prime Vanifest. I heard that. You live in Colorado, so you probably hear enough of the prime to death. I mean, I live in Tempe, Arizona, and I hear prime. But the reason, another reason is they come out here this weekend. They play. And, 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 again, you do some great things with 
the power of purpose and entrepreneurship. What, what yep. he is, again, I don't know how great Deion Sanders is as a coach and how great he will be, but this year and what he's done lately is a, a great example of entrepreneurship. You know, he is bringing purpose to the program. He's bringing rele- uh, relevance to the program. He's bringing excitement to the program. We'll stop right there because I want you to introduce yourself. Tell us more about yourself and your business, ma'am. Okay, cool. Uh, well, like you said, I'm in Colorado. I've been here a long time, and I've been doing book coaching and book publishing for almost as long. I started when I published my first book, 40, no, wait, how many years? <laughs> 20, <laughs> 25 years ago, 25 <laughs> years ago, and I've been in publishing ever since. Um, and it's changed, obviously, you know, the whole world changed, but the thing about publishing is it changes every day now, right? I got someone contact me yesterday about wanting to do animated books, like video moving books, and you got AI, and you've got, I mean, it just changes every day. So it's an exciting business to be in, and you got to kind of stay on top of all the moving pieces. You mentioned AI, ma'am. I'm usually I usually ask this question at the end of the show, but since you're in the business of publishing and stuff, what's your thoughts on AI? Because I do use AI myself. I use it in my blog posts and other stuff, stuff like that. So give us some your thoughts being in the business of of AI. So here's the big thing. Um, I don't think we know yet how it's all going to land. I think. AI is really great for prompts, for helping you think through what you might want to say in a blog post or in a book. Uh, I spend a lot of time watching the Copyright Office and Amazon and, and other places that are following this very intently. And AI written books are being pulled down by Amazon by the dozens, like Amazon let just they slip through the cracks and now Amazon's spending all this time pulling them down. The copyright office will not allow copyright on anything that has AI. When you publish on Amazon, you have to check a box showing how much uh, AI support you use because it's going to be a copyright issue moving forward. However, I think as with all new tools, we're still looking to figure out um, how to best use it. I do think it will never replace, I hope it never replaces creativity and the human spirit and our own heart and intuition and purpose and uh, guidance, right? But I think it's a tool, and when used as a tool, it can be very effective. Yeah, yeah, use it as a tool. That's so important now, as a tool, and that's exactly what happens. Yeah, because again, as sometimes I get caught up with so many different things. I need that assistance. I need that help on the side to take care of some stuff. So a tool I do use it for. So that's great. Thank you for sharing that. Uh, the question: How aligning personal values and purpose can drive business success and fulfillment? You know, it, it, right now is very competitive, especially online. You do very well online. So how is personal can drive business success and fulfillment? Yeah, so um, I I think I'm going to answer it a slightly different way, and here's what I would say. Because it's so competitive, it's so easy to get burned out. When you're connected with your own purpose, when you're connected with your personal goals, dreams, values, 
whatever that is, whether it's God first, family first, you know, whatever, right? Hopefully it's not money first. Um, yeah. All the rest will come. It, it, you got to have your own purpose out there in the forefront so that you don't get burned out, so you're not so worried about the competition, so that you're not um, doing fear-based, reactive responses when the market changes or one of your competitors takes a client. You've got to stay really grounded and on path with what you're here to do, with what I'm here to do. Everybody's got their own unique piece of the puzzle, as they say, right? That's very overused, but it's so true. We all have our own unique piece, and when we try to fit into someone else's puzzle piece, it just doesn't work. And so, you know, I would say being in touch with our own purpose is so important to stay grounded in this crazy marketplace out I mean, it's crazy right now, right? It's, it you is. know, competition's crazy. Everything's changed. Things that sold six months ago aren't selling. People are watching what's going on in the Supreme Court. Yeah. And, you know, unrest throughout the country and the world, and people are unsure a little bit. And um, And so the more we can be grounded in what we're here to do, the better our businesses do, the better we do, the better our family does and so forth. You know, you may not have gone through this, but purpose-driven entrepreneurs, you know, you don't put money first, but we still got to pay the bills. How did Michelle right. in the early years, yeah, in the early years, how did you, you cope with that? Keep your purpose, keep what felt in the heart, but you still had to pay the bills. We still got that rent yeah. and mortgage. We still got to do that. How do you balance that? How did you, did you do side hustles? And again, when we started out, it wasn't a big thing, side hustles. How did Michelle handle that? Keeping your purpose, keeping what you good, your heart felt, but paying the bills. Well, I think one of the first things every entrepreneur needs to do is learn how to sell. And uh, I, you know, I think so many people are scared of sales, or they think, "Oh, I just want to, I don't want to sell," or they don't realize that it's actually a skill you can learn and you can get better at it. And that does not mean. You're manipulating people. What it means is you're getting better at really finding the right match and the people who need what you have and then showing them how you can mutually benefit if you work together. So there's a whole skill there I think that's really important that everybody um, learn as entrepreneurs and freshen up, and then that's got to be the number one focus of your business. And so, you know, you said in the early days, I don't think that ever goes away, Hollis. Mm-hmm. You know, we <laughs> I've been in business on and off for 40 years in one form or another as an entrepreneur, and, you know, it never goes away. Things shift and change. Reinventions happen. I get new offerings. Um, I, I basically do pretty much the same thing I did 40 years ago. I'm more experienced at it, but um, there's still, you know, you have to change with the marketplace. You have to keep moving and, and keep selling and have lead gen and connect with people and do things like this. I'm talking with you and, you know, connect with new people and new audiences. You know, that's wonderful. I love your, what you said about change with the marketplace. Yeah, I've met some people who are still in the 1990s, and it's so confusing to me that they won't, they won't change. It, 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 the person I'm thinking about just got a cell phone uh, two weeks ago. 
and stuff like that. And he's in, uh-huh. in his, yeah, it's one where I, I guess that's okay with him. But you know, to do stuff and and, and empower our mindset—I know it's one of your favorite topics—is empowering our mindset and success principles. Is you got to change, you got to adapt, you got to see what the world's all about, you got to see what's going on around us, right? Is that the mindset we got to accept and adapt to? Well, I think the mindset goes back to don't don't get bogged down in all the noise and the confusion that's out there. Stay on purpose. So. I, I go back to the same things that I say over and over again. Be grounded in who you are. Stay on purpose. Keep your focus on the ball. Do what you're here to do. Learn some skills like sales and basic bookkeeping and whatever else you need to learn to keep your business afloat, right? And the mindset is not being taken down by all the crazy out there and all the social media out there and everything else. Uh, Be willing to learn and grow. Be willing to learn new things every day. Read a lot. Um, You know, I don't say anything that anybody else doesn't say. It's, It's the same skills and the same ideas that have been around for many, many, many years. It's, it's not even be willing to change so much as just be willing to grow. Yes. Learn new things, right? I've got 20-year-olds living with me, and I'm, I'm old. We've got – my husband's got great-grandkids, right? we got yeah. – I learned as much from those 20-year-olds because I'm open to understanding that they are growing up in a totally different world than there yeah. was 10 years ago. And, you know, I can learn a lot about how they view the world which is different than how I view the world. Perfect. You know, if you think back, was there a, a wow moment you said, oh, geez, okay, this is what this is what my purpose is going to be. This is what I got to do. And, I mean, you probably wrote your first book, you did your first things, and all of a sudden it just kind of hit you saying, yeah, this is going to be my career. Sit there and think back with us with that and share that with us because that's so sometimes we miss it. Sometimes we we. we Think, well, what was your yeah. – go ahead. Yeah, so I think for me, uh, I, I like to say I chased purpose for like 30 years, thinking it was yeah. something outside of me. And actually, for most of us, purpose isn't really a career. It's just how we are in the world. It's how we're being in the world. And you can be who you are in any career you choose, and I think that's the key here. You're going to have – careers or jobs or things that you do or volunteer opportunities or social activities that you choose to engage with that feel more aligned with who you are. And the more you can find your joy in those things, the more you will just be on purpose because you'll be more of who you are. So rather than trying to chase purpose and change careers, figure out what lights you up inside and bring more of that to the life you have. So I'm very much about bloom where you're planted and keep and keep uh you know watering and, and pulling weeds. So you know you don't have to job hop, you don't have to move across the country or the world to be fulfilled, be happy. You may choose to do those things, but you know that old saying wherever you go there you are, the more you can learn about who you are right now with whatever circumstance you have and start from there, 
be on purpose, bring your joy. So people express their joy different ways, right? Some people are caregivers, some people are nurturers, some people are huggers, some people are introverts, some people like to help. There's so many different ways, right? And you just find the way that you feel most natural in the world connecting with other people and bring that into everything you do, you will feel more on purpose. And it took me a long time to realize that purpose is inside and it's not something you chase in a career. Michelle, this time, please tell us where do we go after this show to follow up with you, your wonderful business, maybe get some help from you. Maybe we can follow up with you and, you know, just, hey, help me, direct me. Where do we go? Yeah, michellecoaches.com. That's Michelle with two L's michellecoaches.com. You can connect with me on Facebook there or send me an email. I love to connect with people who are looking to bring purpose, their message into books or writing or blogging or podcasting or any of those things. And so I'm looking forward to connecting with anyone who feels inspired to reach out. Outstanding. You know, it's obviously you're very uh, successful with online marketing. That's one of your talking points and stuff. As a beginning author who wrote a book and doing great things, I, you know, I just spoke to an author last week, and she does not do anything social media-wise, but that's a whole other show. Uh, kind of give us some tips on maybe a couple of social media things that we should be on, uh, maybe some things we should do with online marketing-wise, some pros and cons, things um, that we can't do and should not do. But it's like you said earlier, it changes so fast. Right. Yeah, it does. Um, so (laughs) I think the main thing is to build your community and we're all here. So you're building your community here on blog talk, um, and, and other places, right? We're all building our community, whether that's locally in your, by volunteering in your local town and building your community that way or being online. We're talking about online, so I would say choose one social media platform that you're drawn to and just stick with it and build your community there, whether it's LinkedIn or TikTok. depends on who you are and where your audience is. Doesn't, don't, don't listen to the noise about everyone says, well, you have to be here and you have to be there. You get to choose these things. But then once you're there, stay there and make a go of it. Learn it. Get good at it. Build your skill set with it. And build your community and find a way to reach out to them outside of that social media platform. So build an email list or have a circle community or telegraph or telegram or whatever. And find other ways apart from social media to stay connected because, number one, you never know if the social media is going to go down, right, or you're going to get kicked off. And so build your community but then have different touch points to be able to reach that community. And uh, don't go chasing the next shiny object because it it doesn't work. Perfect. Well said. Okay, you're in the publishing industry, and, you know, again, you're talking to aspiring authors. How do we this? What's the dynamics now of when business of publishing back in the day, ten years ago, today, and a vision of potential publishing industry? What 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 do you see in the future for the publishing industry? Boy, that's a question. I wish I had that magic ball. I sit with that question every day. Where do I 
envision it? Where do where would I like it to go? What do I think is happening? Um, I do know it's it's um, less and less in the hands of the big five publishers, and more and more in the hands of individual people who write and publish their books and connect with their community. I think that's a positive thing. It's harder to get big distribution. It's harder to get uh, recognized nationally and, and, you know, like Good Morning to Today or whatever those shows are. That's harder to do, but it's really easy to bypass all of that and just connect to the people who are interested in what you have to say. So I think the future where I see it's going is more grassroots in the powers with the people. You build your community and the sky's the limit. You don't have to rely on the big publishing companies anymore. You get to choose, do I want to publish my book or not? Um, what some of the bad things I see because the bar is lower to entry, I see a lot of really bad books out there. I see a lot of books with bad editing or no editing, bad covers, bad uh, back covers, synopsis. Like I'm like, oh, if they had just hired a professional, that book could be 10 times better with not very many changes. So we all don't know what we don't know. If you're looking to publish a book, get some professional help because it'll make all the difference. <clears throat> and then know that you've got a lot of power here to make sure that your book hits the right people and builds your business or spreads your message, whatever your goals are for your book. You know, I know from doing this and just talking to a lot of people and stuff, changes uh, engagement traffic so important. Have you thought about, or you work with anybody who put in any of your stuff, any of your authors on um, on TV, on movies? Because I said I'm doing some stuff where I'm getting people on Connect TV, where from Roku and Amazon Fire TV, because we do have channels there. Have you thought about yeah. that? Is, yeah. Okay, talk about that a little bit. What's your thoughts about that? Yeah, so we've done some a little bit of that. We have a couple of authors who've been on network TV. We've got a couple of authors who've had movies made nice. from their books and have been on uh, Netflix and whatnot. I think um, I think we're looking at all of those opportunities, and I think it depends on the goal of the author. A lot of authors. Um, are interested in those opportunities and not necessarily wanting to go do the work that it takes to make those things happen because they're focused elsewhere, not because they're lazy, they're just focused elsewhere. And so, you know, for people who are like, I want to be on Roku somewhere, then I'd love to connect with you and find out what you're doing. I think that'd be a terrific opportunity for some of our authors. We find that most of our authors, um, if they sell on Amazon, they sell in their community, they get online, they do maybe Facebook ads or Google ads, YouTube, those kinds of things, it gets them where they want to go. But, um, you know, the world's changing, and I'd love to know more about what you're talking about because there's probably opportunity there. Yes, ma'am. Okay, no doubt. Um, mentorship. You know, like you said, you mentioned yeah. before. You see, you see books, and it's like, ah, 
if they would have just talked to somebody professionally, we could have helped them out and kind of brought it to the next level. So how important it is, because people got to sit there and put their egos down sometimes and say mentorship. You got to have it. I mean, great coaches. You know, Deion Sanders had a, had a great mentor. We have mentors. I have mentors. You have mentors. So share with us how important it is to be having a mentor in your rise up as an author. So there's a couple different kinds of mentors these days. You can pay for a mentor, be in a mastermind, pay to be in a mastermind, pay for coaching. I do all of those things, all three of those. You can also find mentors in who you listen to on podcasts, who you watch on TV, who you go watch on YouTube or whatever that are lots of free content out there or find someone in your community that you follow and watch and pay attention to and maybe they're you're lucky enough to be able to you know go out for coffee or something once in a while i think it's important to stretch ourselves outside of our comfort zone to see what else is possible in the world and when you're doing something like publishing a book, it's not even mentorship that you need. You just need professional advice. Mm-hmm. So if if I'm going to go learn to drive a race car, I have no idea why I chose that analogy, but let's pretend <laughs> I have no interest in doing that. You know, it's not a mentor that I need. I need freaking lessons, right? Yeah. And so I think it's important to understand what the difference is. So I do hire coaches and mentors, and I join masterminds that are all people that help me stretch in business and look at business in new ways and help me personally stretch. But there are times when I just go hire for something that I just need something done or I need, you know, a lesson in something or whatever. And so, you know, there's both of those things are important in life. You know, give us some insights overcoming obstacles. You know, when you want to go up there, you want to obviously money will become a factor, but you got one of your talking points is achieving multi seven figure success. So you do it yourself, you've seen it, you know how to do it. Give us real quickly some some obstacles to, to kind of get around. And when we try to build our business and make that money that we do want to make. So you know, uh, I think it comes back to keeping your your nose down, focused, right? Um, I'm lucky enough that I, I was able to buy a little real estate before this crazy um, market right now. So that's one of my personal income streams, right? Um I think you've got to find different income streams in today's market, but that does not mean you go and you dilute yourself too early. So you start with one thing, you make sure it works, you learn how to sell, you get, um, you know, you got to sharpen that knife and cut all the dead stuff out. Make yes. sure you are profitable and make sure you are um, getting. Uh, income coming in and it's profitable income because we do have to pay the bills and so forth. And then when you work on your second stream of income, what's that going to be? Is it going to be an eBay or Etsy business or are you going to do some consulting or you're just uh, making some some money or some investing? Like it could be something else in the same business. So I do consulting, I do coaching, I, I publish books, I have royalties come in from books we've already published 
right? So even within my same business, there's different income streams. There's different things. We have group programs. We have downloadable courses. So there's different ways that money can come into our business every month, mm-hmm. all under one business. That's outstanding. You know, you say real estate investment. Matter of fact, I got to go to a uh, mastermind this weekend. So get me some couple properties myself. So I'm definitely with you with that. I need to do that. Even though it's a little late in the years, I'm still excited and still going to get that and knock that out. I want to start with some tax liens, tax deeds, and some properties. So I'm very excited. There you go. Yeah. Yep. There you go. There's always opportunity. I mean, you know, you just got to be a little more discerning now than maybe a decade ago. But there's still opportunity, for sure. And it's coming again. Yes, yes, definitely right. Uh, Before we get to the final comment, ma'am, please tell us again where we go after the show to learn more about you and your wonderful business. Thank you, michellecoaches.com. That's Michelle with two L's, coaches.com. In closing, a couple strategies for sustaining ventures that leads positive so that's, you know, when I really pushed me about this real estate stuff and, and expanding my business is the legacy. You know, I want to leave a little legacy. Well, you know, I've had friends pass away and stuff like that. And once they pass away, you hear nothing. And I just yeah. drive, that really bothers me. It's one where I want to leave a little legacy. So, you know, at least when I pass, they don't forget about me in two days. You know, is this a little... <laughs> no one's going to forget about you, Hollis, but I get your point. <laughs> leave a... I leave a little something, something. So my son have a little something, something he can talk about. And, and uh, if it's not two days, then maybe a year later, they can forget about me. But the importance of sustainable ventures that leaves a positive impact in our community, in our world. What's your thoughts on that in closing? Well, I, you know, every day I just ask how I can serve today and who am I here to serve today? And, for me, it's about sharing whatever I can share for the people who need to hear it. Yeah. And I trust that that lands in people's hearts and makes a difference in the world in some ripple effects that I'll probably never know. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, I've published some books, so there's some hard assets out there. And I've published books for clients. And so, you know, my publishing imprints on those books. So that's the legacy. But there's nothing like just leaving your mark on other people's hearts. Yeah. I think that is the main the main goal of all of us in life. That's awesome. Michelle, thank you so much for joining us today. Wonderful stuff. Other passion. I'm still call you Michelle Prime. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. All right. It's good You're to be great, here great. today. Yeah, Glad you, you so didn't much. have to go to plan B. Well, you know, hey, it's always there just in case. But thank you so much. <laughs> for thank you. Through. Got it done. Thank you so much. I'm going to see some stuff about uh, Roku and Amazon Fire because I think I could be a great little working relationship right there. Okay? Thank you, Michelle. I would love to see it. Thanks. Okay. Thanks. All right. Bye-bye. Uh-huh. Bye. Well, that was a lot of fun. huh? What a greatness there. Okay, Michelle, she's publisher, speaker, coach, entrepreneur. Michelle is an accomplished professional who captivates, all right? And as you hear her talk, she does some great stuff. She can help you empower mindset. She can help you leave your legacy. She's leaving your purpose, okay? And I call her prime, just kiddingly, but, you know, he's having a purpose. And we all need to have a purpose, you know, and a positive purpose, obviously. 
And when we leave this stuff, you know, so she can help you in book publishing. She can help you with a whole bunch of stuff. So make sure you follow up with Michelle. It's going to be awesome. This Telehala sent you. All right, guys. Hey, you have a great, great, great week. We'll see you Friday on the Hollis Chapman Show. We do have a special guest coming out on Friday. She's an actress. How cool is that? Come on back. You can know who it is. Thank you, everyone. Have a great week. We'll see you Friday on the Hollow Stacking Show.